Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the kitchen table with Arctic Eric. This is Fika with Arctic Eric, and I'm looking forward to spending these minutes with you here at the kitchen table. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to continue looking at Romans chapter 8. This is part 2 of Romans chapter 8 from the Living Translation, the New Living. And uh, I sure enjoy this, this time with you. I hope you're blessed. Verse 5. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. Well, we can see several interesting things here. First of all, if our thought life is dominated with sinful things, then we know for certain we are not being controlled by the Holy Spirit. That doesn't mean we're not a Christian. We've met Jesus. The Holy Spirit lives in us. But it's not just about meeting him any more than it's when you're getting married, you have the ceremony and then do your own thing. No, you leave the altar and you go with that person and you grow together, you know one another, you communicate with one another, etc. And with Christ, it's the same thing. When we meet him, it's an introduction to a transformational process. You're born again by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God indwells you. You are a child of God. You belong to Christ Jesus, but it's only a starting point. And from that starting point, God himself, who begins this good work in you, wants you to voluntarily submit yourself, your life, your person, and your thoughts to the Holy Spirit, to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. And these things please God. They please the Spirit of God. You say, but how can I think the thoughts of God? How can I think about things that please the Spirit? Well, it isn't just to resist the sinful things, of course. You can't live in a vacuum. But it's to allow the Holy Spirit, as you spend time with God in the Scripture, to transform your mind, to renew your mind so that you know what God's thoughts are. And you can say yes to him, to his word, and to his will. It isn't to know what God thinks and then try to make it happen on your own. It doesn't say that. It says those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, those who commit and submit to the Holy Spirit, they think about things that please the Spirit. Listen, God put you in this race by grace, and he wants to keep you in the race by grace, of course. And grace for the believer, grace for the child of God, grace to you who belong to Christ is not about your ability. No, grace is about God's ability, God's power, and God's strength to do and to work and to complete everything he has begun in the relationship he desires to have with you as you trust Jesus by faith and allow the Holy Spirit to give you that daily intimate personal relationship that God wants you to have with his Son. It's about allowing God to work by his spirit, to be controlled by the spirit so that your life is pleasing to God by God's work in and through you. 
Verse 6, so letting your sinful nature nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Oh, how true that is. Notice it says letting. If you allow, if you let your sinful nature control your mind, listen, you're going to have your old nature as long as you're in this earth suit, as long as you're in your body. You're going to have it. So it's a choice of do you want to let your old nature, your sinful nature, your fallen nature, that nature that opposes God and leads to death, do you want it to control your mind? Or do you want to allow, do you want to let the Spirit of God control your mind and it will lead you into life and peace? Christ is the life and he desires to live his life through you. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the Mighty God and he wants you to have peace. First of all, peace with God through faith in him, Jesus Christ, and then peace that flows out of that relationship. Continuing in verse 7, for the sinful nature is always hostile to God. Your old nature is an enemy of God. It never did obey God's laws and it never will. Your old nature will never obey God. It won't obey his rules and regulations and desires. And it never will. It never can. That's why God sent Jesus Christ and why Jesus and the Father have sent the Holy Spirit to live in you, to do what you cannot do. You cannot defeat sin in the flesh, but Christ did it in his body. That's why, verse 8, that's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. Listen, you can do all kinds of of nice, right stuff. But what pleases God is faith. He wants you to believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who are looking to him and trusting him. I like to say it this way. What pleases God is believing that he is and letting him fix things, you, from the inside out. Because you cannot, out of your old nature, out of your carnal nature, out of your fallen nature, out of your own human will, you can't please God fully because what pleases God is faith. Amazing. God puts you in the race and he will keep you in the race in accordance with his way of running the race in you and through you. Verse 9. Paul's encouraging us here, we who believe. But you who believe, you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. God must live in us to be his children God must live in us to have a spirit-controlled life. And Christ lives within you. Even so, though your body is dead because of sin, you're going to die. This body is going to perish. Nonetheless, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. Faith in Jesus makes you right with God. You have peace with God. God. 
The Spirit gives you life. Verse 11, The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. I want to read that again. The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal body by the same Spirit living within you. It's not your job. It's God's task. It's God's job. It's God's joy through the same power that raised Jesus from the dead that is dwelling in you to work the work of God in and through your life, to renew you and continually transform you, Christ being formed in you, that you might become the person God recreated you to be. You know, many people have excuses. They want to live out of their their intellect because God made me that way, or they want to live out of their emotions because God made me that way. Listen, God's interested in remaking us, to bringing us to the center mark. God is not a mind. He has thoughts, but he's not a mind. God has feelings, but he doesn't float around from one emotional high to an emotional low. No, the Bible says God is a spirit, and we who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So we submit our life, our intellect, our emotion to the person of the Holy Spirit so that it can be filled and led by God himself so that we'll have God's thoughts and we won't be on an emotional roller coaster. We'll have stability in our life because Christ is the rock. He is the foundation. Well, I can see we've gone 10 minutes here, so uh, we've made it from verse 5 through verse 11 here, part 2 of Romans. It's a joy to have been here with you. I hope you're encouraged today, and my sincere desire is that God bless you today. Good day.